brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I, I define League MX as the shooter shot league. You do expect higher performances and better things from Club Americas, but it's the inconsistency. With the what is it inconsistent, though? I will maintain that the U.S. men's national team came out to the knockout round despite terrible coaching. Like, do they have a student discount, maybe, to go to a games? <laughs> like, they got it, right? No. <laughs> to take that next step, I think it's still undisputed that you have to go to Europe. He's going to well, be on the ground for the majority the, of the No, I look back at the highlights. No, that's, if that's, you that's have... the Christian Pulisic treatment, though. Same. We're going to have to stop this. We're going to start arguing on this podcast, aren't we? Welcome back to the Real Football Show. I'm Gino Ganello. My co-host, Edwin Garcia, alongside me here. Um, we got a lot of action to talk about in the MLS this week. There was, I mean, everything you could have imagined. Postponed games, coach firings. There were Upsets. upset victories. There, there was everything you could have ever imagined in the MLS this weekend. So many storylines, so much to talk about. Before we get into it, as always, Edwin, how are you today? Doing all right, man. I was trying out my little my celly. I want to do like the arrow pointing. I'm trying to point at the camera and then just release the arrow. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that one. That looks cool. Damn, you you reached <laughs> back there. You did the all right. I like that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Long wingspan. I was a goalie. I never got to celebrate, you know. So <laughs> I scored one goal in my professional career. You know, I was on a on the world's ugliest penalty kick. But uh, <laughs> I, I ran off like I just won the World Cup afterwards. I was kind of just like a madman. But yeah, I mean, we were up six nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, how was so... you? How you doing? How you been? It's been good. It's been good. It's it's a busy time of year right now for the MLS. So yeah. got, there's a there's just a, there's a lot happening. Teams getting first wins. You know, you, of course, we have League MX, which is in the middle of the playoffs. Oh, man, can't we'll wait to get to that. A little bit. Um, <laughs> we, will, we will get to that. Don't you worry. You can stay tuned to find out how our picks did. If you listened last week, you know how our picks did. <laughs> um, but before we do that, we do need to hit on, on the big topic right now. Um, this one off the pitch. Um, there were a couple coaches fired this past weekend. Um, first, it was uh, – or excuse me, on Monday they were fired. First, it was uh, Gerard Struber of the New York Red Bulls. Um, he was fired after the Red Bulls had failed to win a game in seven straight uh, matches. They've only won one game all year. They fell the last place in the table with their latest, uh, the latest defeat to Philadelphia Union and their one nothing loss. Um, and then the other coach was Ezra Hendrickson in Chicago. They got thumped a little bit this past weekend by Nashville three nothing. Um, this comes after a like. A bunch of results in a row where they failed to pick up all three points or or even a point because of late uh, or poor play late in games and inability to defend the net. So, you know, obviously, uh, both those teams have already named interim coaches, and those interim coaches will be their coaches throughout the end of the season. But we'll start with the Red Bulls. 
was it too early for them on Struber or was this warranted? This was way too late, to be honest. This was like, yo, you you have what happened to him and what happened with this player and the way he handled that, that's grounds for termination in my book, you know, with what happened with, uh, with, with Van Zier, right? Yeah. Make sure I pronounce it right. Uh, a few weeks ago, knowing, hearing, seeing everything that happened and then just deciding to to pull in Urban Meyer for those, uh, you know, football reference guys out there. Just, you know, pretend like you didn't see anything and just go ahead and who cares? Um, and worst of all, you didn't win anything. So you did all that for nothing. It just, it, to me, it was overdue, but it's kind of no one to blame but yourself, man. No one to blame but yourself on that one. Yeah, I think it was the at the point where they definitely needed to part ways. Like you said, the situation with Van Zier is one in itself, which was not handled correctly. And I mean, we don't know what the, you know, we don't know what, um, you know, internal discussions have gone on. We don't know, you know, how the, how the players have reacted to this and if this is still affecting the players, but when you don't win and you handle a situation poorly like that, you know, it's just a recipe for, for disaster. And I think, yep. you know, like you said, I mean, it, it, the way he handled it in general, the situation was probably cause for, suspension firing whatever you want to whatever whatever you feel um some sort of punishment but add that to the losses and and that's how we get to where we're at right now um moving on to chicago though for them was it too early for chicago to fire ezra hendrickson i think it was early and i feel bad because we were just talking about chicago as like you know on maybe on the come up you know with the goals that they were scoring and we kind of even i think you even mentioned it last week like could they be a top four team had certain things gone differently and yet here we are you know just a week later with no coach and just ah man hard times for chicago and i do think it's quick i do think it's quick i still stand by what we said last week which is that the team has the pieces has the players we talked about kai kamara um and what an asset he's been since he's gotten there. And, I mean, if they didn't have him, it'd be even uglier right now. But they do. They just – I still feel like – and that's a good city, man. I've been to Chicago. It's a fun time, man. And it's just – it's crazy to think that they're just struggling this bad. So – but, yeah, I think it was a little early. Yeah, I would agree. I think it was early, too. Like you said, when we were talking last week, it, it felt like they were there. They just needed to fix up some defensive, you know – effort in the final you know 10 15 minutes of games yeah um you know like i said you know they could be in fourth if they were able to see out all these games and and they just weren't able to and and it's it's a lack of points and then they go and they get absolutely thumped by nashville i think nashville 30 shots 11 on net um honey hat trick (laughs) yeah a honey hat trick i mean (laughs) yeah it was just an absolute absolute mess out there and and, you know, maybe that's the final straw. I mean, I, I did see something earlier today also that that was a really good point. You know, at, at some point, the continuous late losses or late giving up of goals yeah. has to fall on somebody. And that it probably falls on Ezra Hendrickson for not being able to figure it out. And and I guess that's why they fired him. But I thought Chicago might have had something brewing, especially in, since the fact, yes, they're in 13th place now, but they're on 11 points. They're only three points out of a playoff spot. and they're much better than I think a lot of people expected them to be. Yeah. So I was kind of shocked that they, that they fired him. You know, we've talked, we've talked about a couple other managers 
um, you know, Phil Neville, Losada, and and how we thought they would be gone, and yeah, here we are today, two two coaches gone, and it's neither of them. Um, both of them actually on the uptick. So yeah, I didn't I have I didn't have these guys on my bingo card of who's gonna get fired first, <laughs> man. You know, this was a big surprise. I also think it's funny that like you said, it was it six, seven straight losses for uh, seven straight games without a win. Seven straight, okay, games without a win, man. Phil Neville was so close. He had six straight losses. He had six straight losses. Man, seven was the lucky number. If only we had gotten to that, maybe uh, maybe Miami fans would be a little happier. But we'll, we'll talk more about Miami later. But, yeah, I, I surprise. Not the two guys that we thought would have gone, you know, first. But, that, that you know, that's MLS for you, man. It's MLS, what I enjoy is that it really changes throughout the season. You're going to have your teams like your LAFC. And, honestly, even – Actually, even in recent history, there's it's rare to see the team go start to finish in MLS. There's usually, yeah. you know, you'll have these dips in performances. It's not like, for instance, you know, Premier League right now, for comparison's sake, you know, that they have uh, Arsenal and Man City have been one, two pretty much. So for most dominant. Of, yeah, and they just dominate and then they get on their runs. Uh, MLS is not like that. But we're starting to see that a little bit with LAFC and their run and how they've been very, very successful now here for a year and a half. But it's it's enjoyable and it's fun because uh, any any given Sunday or any given Saturday, any given weekend here in MLS, you can have some incredible results like we saw this week. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, like you mentioned, I mean, there were some <coughs> excuse me, there were some some unbelievable results this weekend. Um you know, Lizzie talks so often about the chaos in League MX, but there is a little bit of chaos here in the uh, in, in 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 MLS. Not maybe to the extent of League MX, which we will also <laughs> get to in a little bit. Um, but there is a little bit of chaos. Lots of fun um, all around. Before we move on, though, one last question on this: Are you expecting any major differences? Any major changes? Is is this a move that can help either team out in 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 the future? And uh, that's. That's a, gr- a great question, but it's hard to answer. This all depends. I don't know what the mood is in the locker room pre and post canning of said coaches. Uh, I hope that in the Red Bulls case, this fires them up and makes them better due to past incidences and stuff like that. But with Chicago, I, like we said, I kind of feel for them because they were coming up. They had some stuff there. Kind of feel like Ezra didn't get a fair shake you know, or long enough leash there on his uh on his job but you hope you hope as a fan of the fire or the red bull that this will be the change but if you're changing coaches and you're in last place like you can only go up from here or stay where you're at so you can't get any lower so we'll see but hopefully hopefully those franchises we're talking new york and chicago two big you know uh uh, big markets here that in in tough times right now so it'd be good for the league if they were if you know they get back on track and you know start getting some dubs Excuse me. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I think, in my opinion, I think the chance for a bigger impact lies with the Red Bulls, I think. Because I it'll be interesting to see over the next few weeks. I think they have a very solid team, but they, I think a lot of the outside off-the-field stuff has ended up distracting them and now gotten them on this, this sour run, and maybe some of the players don't feel you know, as close and, and connected to Struber as they, as they did before this incident. And, and, and it could be a bunch of internal things. So um, it'll be interesting to see 
Red Bulls for sure, because I think there could be major impact if that was the case inside the locker room. Chicago, I think maybe might have the opposite effect where it felt like maybe a lot of the players were buying into this and they were building something and it just wasn't working out right away. And now they fired the coach and things will be different again. And maybe they won't buy into this or they'll be kind of turned off a little bit. So I think it might have the opposite effect with Chicago, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to tell right now if there'll be any major differences um, because there is no new coach. They're both interim coaches who yep. uh, presumably were, I, I believe were both part of the staffs already. So um, maybe band-aids. major in, yeah. in that aspect. So, um, but you did mention, uh, you did mention that there have been upsets this week, and we do need to talk about a couple of them. First and foremost, we need to talk about LAFC. They lose their first match of the season in MLS, uh, 2-1 to uh, San Jose Earthquakes. They did lose a game in the CONCAP Champions League, but that one was a bit of a fluke because they probably didn't play anybody because they were already up 4 nothing or whatever yeah. in that game. Um, but yes, they did lose, uh, one match already to the, or they did their, this is their first match in MLS that they've lost, uh, San Jose at home getting the win. It was interesting. I was looking through the head to head between these two teams. Cause I would have assumed that it would have been very LAFC heady heavy, mm-hmm. but it was not like, this is San Jose's first win in two games, but before that they had won four matches in a row, I think. Wow. Um, so, and I don't think there's been any ties between these two teams in yeah. the history of the, of it. So um, that was a, an interesting tidbit I found there, but LAFC lose their first match. What do you think was the, uh, the factor in this one? Man, I got to give props. We, or we both got to give props to a certain Lizzie who had San Jose as a dark horse this season. And we both kind of looked at her like, yeah, what does she know? You know, um, <laughs> she has no idea what she's talking about. But, man, here they are. They're right outside the top four in the West. They came in with the game plan, took out the big kings of the West. They've been creating a whole shakeup. Uh, this, uh, what is it, Christian Espinoza? yeah he can ball he can ball these guys they've bought into the new coach they've bought into to everything you go in there and you don't fear the giants the defending champs and you play them hard like you did i I, i'm gonna turn around the question and ask you another question did lafc lose this game or did san jose win the game because that's the question that's always asked when a a big you know a big dog gets eliminated or a big dog comes down for sure and for sure. lafc is is one of those so it did they lose the game was there something off on them or did san jose just go in there and just you know sock them in the face and take it from them i mean listen i mean stats don't tell the whole story i mean lafc had control of the possession and and had more the more of the shots more of the shots on net san jose scored on 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 two of their three shots on net um but listen i mean i i think san jose is good. I think San Jose played a good game. I mean, the only goal that LAFC scored was really off of a spill from the goalkeeper. It was a mistake more than anything else. Yeah. Um, so Buanga too, by the way. Yeah. And, and Buanga. <laughs> yep. And Buanga. Um, but I, yeah, I think, listen, I, I think LAC had a lot of the possession in this game. I think that they had a lot of the chances, but at the same time, you know, San Jose had to, you know, do what they had to do. You know, Espinoza, they went up early. They went up in the eighth minute and they held only the second minute. time. Only yeah, the second only time, time LAFC has yeah. been trailing all season long, which was, you know, this game. So, yeah. And a lot, listen, a lot of the momentum went towards LAFC. But if you look at, if you, if you trust XG as a, as a 
factor. LAFC's XG was only 1.19, and San Jose's was 2.34. Obviously, the penalty plays into that a little bit, but it was pretty even in terms of scoring chances. So, um, you know, I think... I think San Jose just has been very good and very solid. And this is coming after, I think, I have to look back, but I think San Jose's had a little bit of a tough stretch. Yeah, they've, they, they lost or they tied Austin. They actually lost in their U.S. Open Cup match against, the, against Monterey Bay uh, FC. Um, and they lost to Real Salt Lake in the past three matches. So this is coming off of a little bit of a slide for them. And it was good to see them bounce back and find form again. Um, Lizzie said it. I mean, Lizzie's been, you know, hitting the nail on the head all season with San Jose. Um, Lucho Gonzalez has been, yeah. been phenomenal and they've done a really, really good job. And, um, it's, it's been very impressive from San Jose so far this season. It is. It is. I think it's just interesting. You know, like you mentioned LAFC is trailing for the first time, all uh, second time all season going down early eight, nothing, but then what happens? That was the eighth minute, 30th minute, a Bawanga goal. Like, come on. It's a Bawanga goal means LAFC is going to win. It's just the beginning of a stretch of more goals probably coming from Bawanga. So props to San Jose for for weathering, you know, the storm that is that LAFC attack and then, you know, winning the penalty late, converting the penalty, and then holding off at the end. I think that was uh, very telling. I'm going to say that, to me, San Jose won this game because you had all the elements of a proper LAFC game proper LAFC win things that you've seen before like I said I, I, I go back to the Boanga goal and just their possession and everything but San Jose saw a window they you know they took advantage and they walk away with the three points and little bragging rights right now state of California yeah I mean they are the best I mean they, if you go by uh results they're the best team in California <laughs> yeah man uh, uh, they're only th- they're only uh, they're like right behind um right behind LAFC, they're in fourth. LAFC is in third. They're tied on points. The only difference is the goal differential. LAFC has nine, um, has a goal differential of plus nine. San Jose a plus one. Um, but yeah, San Jose is right there. And and really, if you we were eleven games and we have enough of a sample size, right? Yeah. And, and and of course, you know, when you look at the LAFC schedule, there are two games on there. They're, they're they have two games in hand over San Jose. And over Seattle, who is above them, one game in hand over St. Louis, who's above them. So, yeah. an opportunity but, for them to move in the, the 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 top of the standings. But absolutely. But you, what, what you, what you maybe can start to see a glimpse of here is San Jose with their 18 points. Next after them is Dallas with 15. Yeah. Maybe, maybe now we might start to see that top four separation in these next couple of weeks. It's interesting, right? Because it's like when you look at the when you look at the the standings, there's so much. San Jose's played 11 games, which only one, four other teams in the West have played. Yeah. Uh, or four teams total in the West have played. No, four other teams have played. Four, five, including them. Um, so a lot of teams with games in hand, right? So Houston Dynamo have two games in hand right now. They're on 14 points. If they win both those games, they're on 20 points. You know, yeah. it's it, it, there's a lot still to be determined. Um so we'll have they still got to gotta score up. a goal on the road. Did they do that this week? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, they didn't play this week. They, they oh, okay. They were off. Week. Yeah. They <laughs> still got to win something on the road. Yes, they do have to win something on the road. They, they, oh no. Yes, they did play this week. My bad. They did play this week. They did not oh. score a goal on the road. Good. They played Great. Real Salt Lake. Oh, no, <laughs> they no. They were, zero, zero. They, no, they were home. Another. Wow. Wow. Okay. Another clean sheet. Another <laughs> clean sheet at home. 
Good grief. They didn't they get the did. win. I mean, they're they're unbelievable at home. They're five and oh four oh and one at home and haven't given up a goal all season. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And I honestly didn't realize that when I was looking through it. I, I honestly I was like, oh, it was zero zero draw. I went quiet. That went quiet. But uh but yeah, and they got two games in hand. Okay, all right. Well, maybe they might be in the mix. It's gonna be interesting. That four, five, six little region in the in the standings there, it's gonna yeah. be a good fight all season. Houston, Seattle this weekend, which will be which will be a fun one for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, definitely an interesting one. And speaking of Seattle, yeah, they were another team in the West that had a big loss this past weekend. Sporting KC took on Seattle on the Sunday match, the standalone Sunday match. Oh, I loved it. Matt Sporting Nane. KC Sunday for the free. I do too. Honestly, I really do like just a real quick aside here. Well, before we get into it, I really enjoy like a, a good afternoon match, then all the 7 38, 39, 30, 10 30 yes. action, and then another Sunday match. Gives me a lot of time to really separate. I can focus on three different games yes and really get 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 it all you know all i'm all i'm all all the mls i can want yes we definitely need more mls yeah mls needs to do a little bit more of that they need they need like just like you said give me that that 1 30 or 3 30 afternoon east coast saturday then the full slate of evening games and then give me a nice little sunday matinee or a sunday night game Give me that. I'll Which we do get this week. week. We do yes. get this week. We get we get a one o'clock game on Saturday. Oh, the whole slate on Saturday night, and then we get a Sunday match as well. So uh, we no, do we don't. get that. Do we get a sun? Uh, one o'clock. Oh yeah, we do. We have the St. Louis Chicago one. Oh, yes, thank St. you, Louis MLS. Soccer gods of blessed on us <laughs> this weekend. But yes, we do get the one o'clock. Um, we do get the one o'clock. Um game on saturday a 9 30 game so quick aside but the scheduling this week we like um but uh but yes back to seattle seattle they lose to sporting kc sporting kc had not won a game all season up until this point but at the same time this is the first game that they've played with all three dps uh for the first time this is the first time they played with all three dps on the field for in like 600 days they said i think on the wow it was over 600 days. So that's crazy. Almost two years since they've played. Uh, Pulido finally back. Um, he gets on the score sheet, scores a goal. Uh, Eric Tommy and, and Kinda, the other two who um, were on, who were DPs who played in this one. Tommy also, I think, I think Tommy got the other goal. Um, yeah. Seattle lose, though. And this is a little bit of a slide for Seattle now, is just looking at their. Um, at their schedule, I think this is their third straight game where they haven't been able to pick up. Uh, well, if you don't count the all three, no, the, oh no, Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah, they got oh. that wasn't very. They they've since that four one drubbing in Portland, they've gone. They 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 had the bounce back win against Minnesota at home. Yeah. Then they man high scoring uh U.S. Open Cup game. They're five four uh, against what is it, San Diego, and then yeah, the scoreless draw, and then this bad defeat here. So. I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, I mean it was. Um, <laughs> I mean it's 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 been interesting for Seattle, but Sporting KC finally get over the hump. They finally get their first win of the season. Things may be looking up now that they have Pulido back and 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 they have, um, you know, all three of their GPs playing. It, it's you know they mentioned on the broadcast. It's hard to win in this league without having all of your three three DPs available week in and week out or most of the weeks in the. MLS. Yeah. Um, so good for them. Is this a, a catapult for 
the um, is this catapult for Sporting KC now to bigger and better things, or is there still a lot that needs to be figured out before they can find a form that is consistent and can get them back to where they're normally used to being? Yeah. Look, I like KC, but hey, let's pump the brakes here, man. It's just one win, first win of the season, 11 games in or however many games they've played. Um, yeah, you finally got your three DPs together, but I also expect a lot more from the rest of the guys, you know, on the squad, on the roster to to step up in their absence. And if they haven't been able to do it, that's telling of the team in its totality there. I don't look great win. Solid. Good. Can you find your moral victories? You got all your guys back and you build off that. Yeah, you're Kansas City, man. You got great fans, great uh, atmosphere, great history. You should. You should be able to bounce back. But at the same time, man, I don't. I hate to sound cliche, but what's the best ability of a player is availability. And if you haven't had your, your main guys for so many days be able to play together, and when they finally do, you start seeing it. But for the other 600 days, you saw how bad it was. You you gotta, it's, man. You you know you can count on those guys, but it's the other guys on the roster that really need to step it up. And hopefully, mm-hmm. this this win will put them, you know, put them back in gear and they can move forward. Because you can't just and it can't just be all on the DPS, man. It can't. You you gotta have play from all your guys. You gotta have some people. It's it every time somebody goes down is an opportunity for somebody to step up and really take control of. Of, of a position of playing time, everything. And it feels like there's been plenty of opportunities in Kansas city to do that. And they have it. So I, it's good win. Great win. They beat, you know, overrated Seattle. So I'm good with that, but I, I, I I'm not going to say that they're catapult yet. Just, hey, baby steps right now. A couple, uh, a couple of stats that I found, found interesting. looking at sporting KC. This is only, this is the first time all season that they've scored more than one goal in a game. <laughs> and they've only scored That's horrible. <laughs> they've only scored one goal in three other games. <laughs> so they've scored oh, five goals. So this is this is a, That's a team that definitely needs definitely needs to definitely need help in the scoring aspect. And they seem to have gotten it this week and getting a, a couple goals. But yeah, five is not in eleven games. Um, Whoa. And wait, wait, wait! Hold on, time. Out. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're—I just—you you just brought that up to my attention too. They got almost 50 percent of their total goals output from the season yeah. in one game. No, yeah. it's not a catapult. They have many, many problems, and they have a long way to go to get out of it. I take back everything nice I said about them. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think also they have—they have three red cards this season as well. So <laughs> defensively, they've been very, very bad. They've given up 16 goals defensively which is uh um sorry it's on the upside of the league yeah yeah Second it's on worst. it's on the in in the um in the western conference there's only a few teams that have given up more goals um and when you only score five goals and you're giving up 16 goals that's a big issue and and for me i i can't see it being an opportunity for them to now catapult into something because they're they're upcoming games are difficult obviously they have us open cup match midweek but on Saturday they have Minnesota, which listen, Minnesota is not great right now. They're not. They're, I think they're win this in their last five, but it's still a difficult match because Minnesota is a, a tough opponent to break down. Um, then they have LAFC, St. Louis, Portland, FC Dallas, and then they get Vancouver and Austin. So really, never winning five, again. There, there are five <laughs> next games. They're they're going to be five. difficult games to win. So. 
Let's rephrase the question. Will they score a goal in their next five games? <laughs> Forget um, about wins. I, honestly, I'm not sure. Maybe against Portland. <laughs> Maybe against Portland because the other defenses are actually pretty solid. So. Man, I'm sorry. I really hate to be bashing KC fans out there, but come on, man. Dang. <laughs> yeah, KC. I mean, they they got some they got some tough ones Ooh, coming off. So I can't good see barbecue. happening. I can't see it happening where they they catapult themselves here. I think this is a good win for them. A good win for morale. Yeah. But I think otherwise. It's probably a lot of nothing, but we'll have to see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're wrong. We're wrong about a lot of things. So yes, that's <laughs> maybe we're wrong. The Real Football Show. We're wrong about a lot of things. That's the slogan. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> moving from a team that's looking to turn around to a team that has seemingly maybe turned it around. I, I don't know. Maybe it is. We'll 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 get yeah. your opinions. But uh, Inter Miami <laughs> win again. They win the second for the second time in in two games. Um. They beat three Atlanta. Yeah. Yes, three in all comps. They beat Atlanta. Um, Joseph Martinez gets his first minutes against his old club since transferring to Inter-Miami. Uh, comes on in the 57th minute, scores in the 59th minute by way of penalty, scores in the 75th minute, and it earns the game-winning goal against what ends up being the game-winning goal against Atlanta. Um, <laughs> hasn't scored a goal all season, scores his first two goals against his former club. Um, I guess the question is, we'll start with Joseph Martinez. Are you shocked that this is the game that he got his first two goals in? Oh man. I, I was, I was hoping it wouldn't get to this point, you know, when we got him because he's been sitting on 98. My, also props to Joseph fastest guy ever to hundred goals in MLS. Yes. And he was sitting on 98 for what felt like three seasons, you know, like it felt yeah. like forever that the guy was just sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting through injury, just could not. Uh, could not just, you know, bag a goal, man. Like sometimes guys, yeah. like my, my friend always says, man, sometimes people win on accident. Sometimes people score goals on accident. Like that guy couldn't get anything going. And yeah. for him to get in there, I thought when, as like he came in in the 57th and then you had the penalty right away. And I was like, oh, it's, it's gotta be him. Like this is, this is, you, you just, you give it to him, you know, it's on a platter. Hey, score, get off the schneid, put it in there. And you saw instant results L- a little bit later. He's vintage. Uh, if you saw the goal there, a little vintage yeah. Joseph there coming in with the with the from from the somehow weird gets angle. it around the goalkeeper. Somehow, yeah. And props to Kramashi not coming in and sliding and tapping it in and and poaching the goal like uh like some people would, just letting it roll in for yeah for for his one hundredth there. So yeah, I I think man, you're you got to have a strong mind to be a striker in any level of professional soccer or football. Um, you gotta be, you gotta be in the right mindset. I don't think he's been in the right mindset. Sometimes you see guys come back from these horrible knee injuries and they don't miss a beat. You know, look at other sports. Adrian Peterson rushed for like 2000 yards in the NFL after having, you know, blown out his knee ACL and he did it within like six months of his surgery. Some crazy stat line. I think, uh, Russell Westbrook has not lost a little bit of his, any of his explosiveness in the NBA, considering he's had like two of these surgeries and one on each knee. And then you have guys that just never, never come back. And I don't know if it's a, a difference in sport. Um, maybe because you look at like, you know, a phenomenal Ronaldo. He's, you know, he blew out his knee, never got back from it. Here we have um, Joseph coming back from that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm confident. He's still young. I hope he has the right mentality that he can. Like, you just needed that one. Just give me that one goal. And then he got to. And one and the second one especially was more vintage his style, wasn't you know served up on a platter. I hope that this is 
that we'll, we'll start to see. Will we ever see the same dominating Joseph that we saw before? I doubt that. I really do. But give me, give me some, give me like you know, eighty percent, seventy-five percent of that old Joseph Martinez, and I think it'll be a great help for for Inter Miami, and it'll definitely be a great help for Major League Soccer because the guy, you know, he's he's a talent, man. He's a talent. Love to watch. Must see when healthy. Must see TV. Yeah, I mean, again, you mentioned it, 100 goals in 142 games uh, it is, uh, which is 17 better than Bradley Wright Phillips, who held the record at 159 games. Um, when did he score his 98, though? I, I, I'm telling you, I feel like it's been a long time. Oh, I, honestly, I, I, I don't yeah, know. have to look that up after. You, we're going to have to look that up. But, yeah, he is – I mean, listen, I, I, when it, I, I, I guess the answer to my question would be for me – I wasn't shocked. He just seems to show up in the big moments. He's a big moment guy. Um, he he's he, he's I it's honestly it's just it was a storybook. It was a storybook no. writing the way it all worked out. Um, you know he was you know obviously very appreciative to Atlanta. Loves Atlanta in the post game press conference, but like he inside he was a little bit like okay, like I'm happy if I had to do oh, it in yeah. anyone. I'm happy I could do it in this one for sure. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. Is there any chance? So he's currently at a hundred goals, mm-hmm. which is I think around like fifteenth in um in MLS. Is there any chance he reaches anywhere near the peaks of Landon Donovan and Wondolowski? No, right? I don't. No, yeah, I don't no. think so either. Hundred seventy four no. goals is a lot of goals. Like he'd have to. He's had he not gotten hurt, had he not yeah. gotten hurt, because we obviously see that it, it has affected him, you know. And shout out to Chris Wondolowski, supporter on our socials yes. there with uh, retweeting Thank our, Thank our, you, Chris. our stuff there. Big fan of the show, I heard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the show. Um, it, it is crazy, though, man. Fastest to 100 goals, and we're sitting here and we're saying there's just uh, – we don't think there's any shot he can get to 174. Yeah. That's like crazy. That's it, crazy. But at 29 years old right now. I mean, we'll see what who's, those who's legs next have on left the list. Them. Do you have the, the list there by any chance? Because I don't I, have I that in front of me. Who's next behind what? Who's next up for him to like? Like who's like uh like maybe like in the 110 or 120 section? There is that like where where would that put him if he gets like 120? Would that put him like in the top? What like five or so? If he got 120, if this uh, we we wrote an article. Um, let's see. Was it Lizzie who wrote this article? I believe. Oh, I believe that was Chris. Chris. Okay. Yeah. Chris wrote this article last year, um, about this time on the top all time goal scorers in MLS history. Um, obviously this has changed a little bit since, uh, or let's see, is there a. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, obviously Kai Kamara's moved up the list a little bit, but... um. Yeah, this is the right list. So Chris Wondolowski is at 171 goals, it, it, it seems. Uh, Landon Donovan, 145. 120 at this exact moment would put him just above Bradley Wright Phillips, uh, who had his 117. I think he could get there. I think he could get to that 120. And then if he I would think stretches so out the next few seasons, yeah. I would think so, too. Um, I mean, Higuain got, like, uh, what, like 10 goals last season or something like that, you know? And coming off the bench a lot too, so very similar position, similar role. But I feel like you know this guy's younger and can maybe can find that that youth again or that energy and that explosiveness that made him such a threat for so many so many seasons. You think a Kai Kamara can get there? You think Kai Kamara gets to 170? I'm not. I'm never gonna count out Kai Kamara. That guy's <laughs> gonna play till he's like 67. Like Dude, I just, think... I think he has 140 something. Let's see career stats. He has. Goals. Where's goals? Goals. Here we go. He has 143 goals. So I think he's. Oh yeah, it's right because they said this the other day. He's two away from reaching Landon Donovan at 145. Yeah, he's gonna get there. He's he's got. Yeah. If anybody could get there, if anybody could put in a 30 goal season at 39 years old, it's Kai Kamara. He could do it. He could do it. But uh, but yeah, it is <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy to think about the fact that Yosef is is one of the best goal scorers we've seen in the MLS. Quickest quickest to 100. And we just, I don't know. I don't think there's any possible way. But again, we we did the same thing with Bradley Wright Phillips, right? He was he was the quickest before Joseph yep. Martinez. And he had 159 games. And he only had 17 more goals than uh, Martinez has right now. So yep. um, it is crazy. I mean, 171 really speaks to the, the, the you know, the legend of Chris Wondolowski and his MLS career. Yeah, I mean, it truly was unbelievable how potent he was for the, for the earthquakes, um, but crazy, crazy stuff. That dude was just um, consistent. <laughs> yeah, consistent, man. That's exactly consistent. Um, last thing I want to ask you on this: compare your feelings from last week to this week. How do you feel about this Inter Miami team? Uh I mean, we didn't get the Campana goals this week, but. We, I felt like 
Inter Miami played really well against a team that's been on a bit of a schneid now. They're they're dropping. They're all the way down to tenth in our power rankings this week. Uh, Atlanta United, but that was a tough matchup. I didn't think they would be in the win column at the end of the game before the game started. I thought they still had to prove a lot. They came in there, they played the way that you think they can play, that they're capable of playing. The problem here is that we've been talking about these coaches getting fired, and what's going to happen now is that Phil Neville somehow is going to turn these two wins, three in all comps, into like a six-year extension. Like, I, it's not official yet, but it's going to happen. I feel like that's next up on the uh, on the news ticker, on the alert here, is that Phil Neville signs, you know, an extension thanks to these wins here. Like, that's all that guy needed to do is just a couple of wins, and he'll be here for, for, for way too long. But I – hey, it's a long – like, it's a long season, just like we said about Chicago, just like we've said about uh, Kansas City. Miami has the pieces. I stand by what I said last week. They have the pieces. When you see the right guy up front, they can make it happen. And now if you get the other guy that's up front and Joseph Martinez, maybe this sparks a little bit into him and he finds some of that explosiveness, that could be a scary team. It could be a very scary team moving forward. But I, yeah, we're still we're still where we are. Where we, are. You know, we, we got a couple of good wins right now, and then we had those two wins to open the season, right? And then there was just a lot of in the middle. So... We'll see. We'll see. That's how I feel about it. But looking forward to they got the revs this weekend coming up. So see how they do against them. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think this is a big step in the right direction for this uh, inner Miami team. I think, you know, it's a big win for them. Um, I think, you know, again, I, I want to talk a little bit about Atlanta after this because I have some opinions on them and, and how this has gone. Um, so far this season, but getting goals from your strikers was a big thing that Phil Neville was talking about. And, and that's what they've been getting the past couple weeks. So, you know, like, like we, like we've said, and like, we know goals are goals are, are, are so important for strikers mentality. And when they see one go back in the net, it's like a, like a shooter who's off in basketball, right? It's like when yeah. they see one go through it, it's something clicks and it seems to spark something. And, and they have the creative play playmakers now, Kermashi or Kermaski and, and um, Ruiz are two young players who have been performing homegrown. really well, stepping up homegrown players um, who have, who have been key to this team now. And um, I think it could be a step in the right direction. I'm not ready to con convincingly say this team is is ready to, to take a step towards where we expect them to be but i i think it's i think it's a really good uh, a really good point for them I, it, the last two games were they at home the last two games uh yes they get so another game the, are they home again this week yep so this is the thing i want to see they go to nashville not this week but the weekend after Want to see how they are against Nashville, right? <laughs> They're gonna get crushed. <laughs> like, I want to see how they are against Nashville. I want to see how they are on the road because that's a big thing. They've yeah. been they they've been able to win at home. They have four. I think all four of their wins are at home. But it's yep. a matter of what they can do on the road, and and that'll be the interesting thing. So we'll have to see how that pans out. Atlanta, on the other hand, I I do have some questions about. I, I'm worried. You know, they look like a completely completely different team when they are missing a couple players. I mean, w there's been talk, of course, about. Tiago Mata and, and him miss it, him him possibly leaving in the summer. Obviously, there's been um there's been a um contingency plan in place now 
Um, there's been a contingency plan in place now for um, the possibility of him leaving. There's, the front office has come out and said that. But I do worry because whenever they're missing a player, like since they've been missing Yakamakis, they've been not like they have not been good. And it seems like whenever they're missing a player from their starting 11, they can't seem to be the level that they that they want to be. And of course, listen, you're missing big players that's going to affect you. But to make deep runs in the playoffs and then win the MLS Cup, you need to have depth in your team. And I feel like Atlanta doesn't have that. And I feel like that is going to cost them. And who knows? I mean, the loss of Almada, that could be, you know, that could be massive for them to the point where we're not talking about them in the top four anymore. We're talking about them in fighting for the, you know, the eighth or the ninth spot in the playoffs. So um, for me, Atlanta, they need to figure something out because depth wise, they are, they're not very good right now and, and it's costing them. Yeah. I, Atlanta, if you're an Atlanta fan out there, all you, uh, you know, we are the a, you know, all you, uh, what's the other slogans that they, anyway, Atlanta United, vamos United, whatever you guys are using <laughs> out there in the ATL. Yo, hit that panic button right now. Hit that panic button right now. Cause I'm gonna hit you with some stuff right here that maybe we hadn't really thought of. Look, Atlanta's currently sitting in fourth, right? They got off to a hot, hot start. Let's not forget, Almada had, I think, like four goals and four assists after like the first two games of the season. He's currently sitting at five goals and five assists after nine matches. So he got, he, he stat, he packed, he padded those stats early on in the season. Hasn't really, you know, been lighting it up. So his stock, not as hot as it was a few weeks ago. Now, granted, it's still, there's the upside of him is, is really high and there's, you know, you're going to sell on that but if that continues it's gonna make that price come down and down and down and down and maybe not ideally what you wanted out of this whole situation what you want is you want him to ball out you want him to score a bunch of goals do everything he can lead you guys to wins and then you know let him go on his way and sell him and you know cash in your money however you can but right now if you're atlanta that's a bad look it's not looking like it's gonna be a profitable return secondly atlanta you know who's giving up more goals than atlanta in the east only one team. Atlanta's in fourth place, and they have the worst, second-worst goals for in the Eastern Conference. The only team that has worse, more goals allowed than them is Charlotte, and Charlotte lost to Atlanta like five, was it 5-1 or 5 nothing? 3 so nothing. 3 nothing. 3 nothing. was it? Okay, so yeah. take away that. They're pretty much sitting even right there, okay? Charlotte, Atlanta, I mean, for a team that's in fourth place that has, and they've scored a ton of goals, like we mentioned Kansas City with five, Atlanta's got, uh, what is it, 20 goals scored, but 18 conceded this season. There's no consistency. They're just, they're going to score goals. Almada's not scoring them. They're giving up a bunch, of so, goal, a, a bunch of goals, and they're really, like, they've looked like a shell of themselves the last two games without Antetokounmpo, uh, what's his name? Yakamakis, I think. Without their Greek freak, yeah, without their Greek freak in the lineup, they've looked like a whole other squad. When he's in the lineup, he's got five goals in the last five starts that he has, right? So there's a big so, drop-off there. Big drop-off There's, there's a little, you know, the, I think the goals against is a little deceiving. The Columbus game where they lost 6-1, that That's game true. they were missing like eight players for the true, true. non-mandatory yeah. FIFA window or whatever that MLS had or that, that teams had. So that game, a little bit of an outlier uh, in terms of goals against. But, I mean, I think it's a fair point. I mean, if you look at their their recent matches, lost to Inter-Miami, lost to um, Nashville, lost to Memphis, 
in the U.S. Open Cup. They beat Chicago, but probably shouldn't have beat Chicago because Chicago gave up a 98th minute, like an eighth minute of stoppage mm-hmm. time goal. Um, tied Toronto, tied New York City, beat the Red Bulls one nothing. who they are not good, as we know, the Red Bulls. Um, so it hasn't been pretty for a very long time now for Atlanta. They've been riding that early season success. They rode that early season success. And, you know, that's why I got them at 10th in the power rankings. And maybe I'm going to reconsider now. Maybe I should have kicked them out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they don't, they they don't not scored a lot of goals. They're, they're not playing good, you know, defensively. They've been a little shambolic. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they are the next. What? That's a good word, shambolic. Sorry, just props shambolic. Yeah, like a word that I think of using correctly. I'm not even sure. Um, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting because they are. Uh, they, it's gonna be. Um, they they got to figure it out because they're 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 a little bit of a mess right now. They're in a little bit of a slump. Yeah. They're in a little bit of a slump. Um, real quick, let's wrap it up here uh, with the MLS section with a couple things. We'll start off with our standout performer of the week. You go ahead, sir. My standout performer of the week is actually 45,112 standout performers of the week. That's the attendance at the LAFC uh, San Jose game because they played at Levi Stadium. They played at the football stadium, which was fantastic. Hey, I mean, you're not going to fill up. You know, it's hard to fill up an NFL stadium, you know, when you don't play there every week like like, you know, Atlanta and Charlotte do. But to go out there, play, bring in LAFC, and 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 pack the house like they did there at, at Levi Stadium. Man, props to you, man. That's great. Continuing the 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 great attendance that the league has been having all season long, and uh, that's just that's a big number, and it should not be you know uh, understated. Forty five thousand one hundred and twelve. That's a lot of people that came out there. So props to all of you, whether you're LAFC fans or or San Jose fans, but to come out there. Uh, make some noise and cheer on your teams, man. That's what's up. That's my my standout there. My standout, it was hard to choose between these two players because they're both on fire right now. But I'm going to go with the guy who had the hat trick. We talked about him a little bit earlier, Hani Mukhtar. Nah. He had a slow start to the season, but it seems like he's found his MVP form again. A hat yes. trick. I think he's got, God, I, I don't even know how many he has in his last few games. But he was, I mean, unbelievable again this week. He's been good both with putting the ball in the back of the net as well as uh, getting assists. This week, two penalty kick goals, but hey, you still have to put them in the back of the net. You still have to beat the goalkeeper. Yep. It's, you know, it's easier said than done. Um, he has been been a real uh, nuisance. He, he, I think he had a couple assists last week, three goals this week. So my uh, standout performer is Hani Mukhtar. Uh, a really good game, a dominant game against Chicago and uh, you know led to all three points. And now Nashville in third place right now. So yeah, that was gonna be my up performer. That was gonna be my other one. That was gonna be my other one. I was like, he's probably gonna think I'm gonna go Joseph. He, I was like, he's gonna think I'm gonna go. I honestly thought you were hundred goal, goal. But we gave him enough praise in the show. I was like, no, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna shout out the fans. Shout out the fans. Honey was up. I'm a big honey, big honey fan. Honey, I like saying the name. I like honey. I like I like the whole vibe of it. I love his uh, his swag pregame. I like the vibe. I really would love to go. I know Nashville is like one of your favorite cities, right? Did you tell me that? Oh, yeah. 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 I would love to go catch a game at Ge- Geodis, Geodis Park or whatever it is. Geodis Park. It looks, yeah. I would love it to. It looks too. like a fantastic I'm going, time. I'm going to Nashville a month from yesterday or two days ago. Um, so I'm going down there, but I'm not going down there 
to catch a game, I'm going down there for the country music fest down there. So I won't be able to see one. Ah. Listen, I haven't caught I haven't caught a soccer game down there. I'm a Titans fan. I've been to a football game down there. So no, it's coming. But you're gonna go Eventually. for country music? Come on, dude. No, you gotta dude, do it. Just great. write it off as a work as a, as a work uh, experience here, bro. Go out there and, uh, and catch a game, man. At least, come on, man. If they're I mean, playing yeah, that I, week but... there, that weekend, you gotta go. If they are, I don't even know. I don't even know if they're playing. They might. I mean, I'm sure they're playing, but they might not be playing that. That uh, they're at I mean, home. They dude. might not be Oof. playing at home. Oof, they are at home. I think. <laughs> oh no, they're, no, they're not. No, they're not. They're in Toronto. They're in Toronto. Ah, they're in safe. Toronto. I'm off the hook. I'm off the hook. Enjoy your night. I will enjoy my country music very much. Um, no, yeah, but it's uh, I have to get to a game down there. It looks like a great atmosphere. Great. I've been great to one stadium. country music show, <laughs> and I was forced I've there. Both, I, it was I'm it was mandatory there. fun. It was mandatory fun in the Navy. We had Charlie Daniels perform when I was in boot camp. Super random. Interesting. Super Interesting. random. That's my that's my experience with country music. Yeah, definitely not. No, I'm, I, not the, uh... I'm not the demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love. I don't know. I love country music. I love going down there, listen to live music. They have rock and roll bars down there too, though. So I can I can mess they got, with that. Um, they got a kid. Kid Rocks is a rock and roll bar. Um, there's a couple <laughs> other rock and roll bars. All right. Kid Rocks is the best bar. I I could talk about this all day, but Kid Rocks is the best bar on this trip. Don't at me. So. <laughs> if you ever go down there, go to Kid Rocks. It's fun. All right. Um, we do need to wrap it up with. I uh, want to talk about our game of the upcoming week rivalry week this week we got a lot of good ones for me my game of the week got to be the hudson river derby um i big uh, obviously you know, i think you guys know i'm a new york city fc fan oh. so obviously big for me personally um mm. but I, that one's always fun i think there's a lot of good storylines behind it new york city fc has been better than a lot of people expected them to be especially after they the loss of so many of their players the red bulls not as good as people expected them to be they fire their coach. They go into this match, maybe with a tiny new manager bump. I don't know. Um, mm. But something to prove uh, to the new manager. Um, and it, I think, you know, it's always a good storyline. New York versus New York, you know, or New York versus New Jersey in this specific case. Um, yeah. But it's um, it, it's going to be a good one. I'm really excited for it. So that's why I'm going with uh, the Hudson River Derby. All right. Solid, solid, solid. So I was debating between a couple, but I'm making my decision. I am most excited about this week's upcoming games. I am going to stick with my low-key number two team, okay? They've always been there. And unlike you, I'm a real fan. I actually <laughs> went to see my number two team play in person at their uh, at one of their two stadiums. I went to – I've been to Montreal. I've had delicious poutine, okay? Fantastic. And I've watched I've Montreal. Been to, oh, no, I've been to Toronto. I've been to Toronto. Ah, uh, see, I've been to Montreal and I went to Olympic Stadium, home of the uh, Montreal Expos, which was their original mm -hmm. home baseball. And I watched the season opener, I want to say 2016. I was at the uh, MLS season opener. I got to, well, I went to watch Drogba play for for Montreal, which I was really excited about. But then I find out when I get there, that he doesn't play on turf games and that's a turf stadium. So he didn't play. So, yeah, I missed out on that. But I got to watch <laughs> I got to watch, and Montreal was a beautiful city. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, so, Montreal, big fan. Allez, uh, Montreal. And I am rooting for Montreal over Toronto this week, and that's the game I'm going to watch. little Canadian cup, little Canadian action. I'll make myself some poutine, put on my, my Impact Montreal jersey, and kick back and relax. 
enjoy my Saturday night. I got to get up to Montreal. I'm a Canadians fan. I've never been to Montreal, so I got to ah, get there. Dude, I've, I've seen the Canadians play. Come on, I've been to I know. I've been to the Bell Center. Look at that. I know. Dude. I haven't been to Montreal. I got to. I got to get there. I got to get there. I went there wearing a Panthers jersey oh. and survived, so it was all good. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're you know they're friendly enough there, except for if oh, you're from Toronto. Friendly. Super friendly, super, super friendly. Yeah, I and mean, the Panthers weren't very threatening when I went there, so hey, nobody yeah. gave me a hard time. But yeah, man, love it, love it. All right, so what do we got next? We got my favorite got part Liga of the Max. show. Oh, yeah, your favorite part of the show, Liga Max. We got to switch over to Liga go, Max. Bro. The playoffs are hot. We hot, are hot. hot. Uh, <laughs> that is really the description of this. Uh, <laughs> the playoffs are hot. We are not. I like it. We are not. That is that is our slogan for uh, for the Liga Max playoffs. Our picks were awful. Like Dude. as bad as they could possibly be, we got every single one wrong. Every Four single games. one. I challenge anybody um, to be as bad as us. They can't. They, Nobody they can legitimately do that. cannot. Um, so uh, Cruz Azul lost this weekend. Sad. Sorry, lost bro. to Godless. One nothing. Um, just did not look. They just they they were not. It wasn't great. No. Um, and then on top of that, uh, Tigres beat Puebla one nothing. Puebla had a penalty kick that they missed. Um, huh. So it could have been a different story, but they missed a penalty kick. Oh, well, one uh, and three was a lot better than 0 oh and four. How do we pull that one? It off? would have been a lot yeah. better than 0 oh and four. San Luis <laughs> beat Leon 3 1, uh, which was a big one. Uh, Leon is now in the, I think Leon is in the CONCAP Champions League final now with LAFC. So yep. uh, they still have something to play for, but we'll not be playing for a Klaus Sota title. Um, mm-hmm. And then the big one. The one that we will talk about because it was the craziest game of the weekend, I think. Probably the craziest game across all leagues this past weekend. Pachuca loses to Santos Laguna, the team that wasn't even supposed to be there. The team that wasn't even supposed to be there. Lose to Santos Laguna on penalty kicks. There was... It's all Lizzie's fault. As Lizzie explained to us, there's no extra time in the playoffs. So they go directly to penalties. So well, this well, match... she explained that this, this was like the playoffs before the playoffs kind of thing. So that's why like technically it's like the playing game. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's like the playing game. We, we go to the quarter of yes. Yes. You're right. What did you say? The word was repechaje. I think it was. Yeah. Re- repechaje. Sounds... Repechato or something. I don't know. Re- yeah. But... Repechaje. I think that's the word. I, have to look I, I think you're right. But, um, but this one was this one was nuts. So our our good friend Chicho Rango scored the penalty in the seventh minute to get things started off. Then uh Preca- or Pre- Presaido, um, I think it is Preciado. Um Pre- Preciado. Um, Preciado. he scored in the eleventh yeah. in the eleventh minute. Uh Roberto De La Rosa scored in the fourteenth minute, three minutes later. Ooh. Felix Torres scored in the twenty-sixth minute for Santos Laguna to tie things back up at two two. Romario Ibarra scored in the 43rd minute. That's five goals in the first half. And the first Ooh. half ended 3-2 in favor of Pachuca. Then Santos Laguna come out. Raul Lopez scores the game tying goal in the 52nd minute. Then oh. we have a break. There's a little bit of a break. Finally. We get to stoppage Exhale. time. Exhale. Get to stoppage time. Eric Sanchez puts the ball in the back of the net in the second minute of stoppage time. Everybody's like, okay, Pachuca wins. Pachuca wins. It's all over. In the fifth minute of stoppage time, Doria scores for Santos Laguna, gets it 4-4. They go to penalties. Santos Laguna win 4-2. Exhilarating game from end to end. I mean, 
Pachuca had 28 shots in this game, 10 of them on net, <laughs> compared to Santos Laguna's eight shots, seven of which were on net. Um, Pachuca controlled 50, 57% of the possession. I mean, it was a wild, wild game. I mean, anything to say on this one? I mean, w- anything more that needs to be said on this one? What What were your thoughts on on just the result of this? And I mean, just craziness. The yeah. league MX chaos that Lizzie tells us so much about. Absolutely lived up to the hype. Absolute bonkers. But actually, looking back at it, we had one, two, three games that we picked that we lost by one goal. One goal turnaround, including one in the in the fifth minute of extra time. Another one where we had a missed penalty kick, and then your Cruz Azul lost one nothing. We could have been three and one here, bro, because the Leon game was the only one we we actually lost. Fine margins, and and Atlas gave up. Atlas scored in the second minute and didn't score the rest of the game. Good grief! Cruz Azul had seventy four percent of the possession, couldn't score a goal at all. Unbelievable. We could. We should be four and zero. I I take back our. Our we don't know anything um, slogan, but we we know that we came close. Uh, but heck heck of a game, heck of a game. Now we got our matchups are set. It's uh it's Santos versus Monterrey on the tenth, which would be tomorrow. Okay, we have okay tomorrow we had Santos and Monterrey, and San Luis and Club America, and then the following yes. day, the eleventh, we have Atlas versus Chivas, Toluca versus Tigres. Yeah, so now we move to the uh, we move to the quarterfinals. Yes, I just want to mention again, like you said, Santos Laguna, great match. I mean, this is a team that, uh, crazily enough, is is just so up and down. I mean, they beat Monterey, and they go and lose a couple games. They don't necessarily make the playoffs. They go and beat Pachuca in the playing match. Now they're playing Monterey again. Um, just craziness all around. But we move to the quarterfinals now. Um, this now moves to two legs. So two legs, and then we go at the end of the second leg. If it's tied on aggregate, go to extra time, penalty yep. kicks, the whole nine yards. Um, tomorrow's and Thursday's games are played at 9 and 11, pers- respectively, Eastern time, 9 okay. 11 p.m. Um, so like you mentioned, Santos Laguna and Monterey at 9 p.m., Club America, San Luis at 11 p.m. tomorrow. And then Thursday, it's Atlas and Guadalajara at 9 p.m. Uh, and Tigres Toluca at 11 p.m. Then the second legs will then be played. This is not <coughs> typical, what we're used to. Normally, there's a week between legs. Second legs will be played on Saturday um, with oh. uh, Monterey and Santos Laguna at 9 p.m., Club America San Luis at 11, 11 10 p.m., and wow. 11, 16 p.m., and then on Sunday, Toluca takes takes on Tigres at 2 p.m. and Guadalajara takes on Atlas at 9 p.m. So um, no excuses. Both will be played this week. We will know who is in the semifinals by the end of this week. We get to make picks um, again next week. <laughs> we gotta yes, we gotta make picks again next week. We gotta make picks again. So with that said, your pick for <laughs> this uh, this week. Let's start with Santos. Laguna and Monterey. I mean, we got to hit one, right? We got to hit one. So and, Santos, right. Laguna, Monterey, who you got? Let's see. Let me get my little trusty notepad here again. Um, let's see. Gina. This is across and... both legs. This is across both yeah, legs. Yeah, just winning, advancing. Uh-huh. Correct. I'm going to go in the first one. I, you know what? Screw you, Santos. Pachuca was my squad. I'm very – I've been a loyal fan for all of, like, three – how many weeks have we been doing this? Like, you know, something like that. I've been a loyal fan of Pachuca for, for a very long time here. And, and, and Santos comes in and just 
messes up my whole plan of fandom here. So I'm going with Monterey. Me and my entire Monterey. four weeks of fandom. Gotcha. Yes. So I am. Uh... You're going Santos. I know you. No, the buck stops here at Santos. It's going Monterey. <laughs> I I'm going Monterey. I think I think that's what the I think that's what we uh we get. It is a real shame, honestly. It's a real shame how this all worked out, right? So it's a if phony you look playoff at, team. I think I think if you look at how it's gonna play out, I don't think I don't think we we ideally in an ideal world, we would get Monterey versus Tigres in the in one semifinal and Chivas versus Club America in another semifinal both rivalry matches that would be awesome I don't know if that's how the actual brackets work out but that would be very cool um but I'm going with Monterey in this one I just think I, I the luck's got to run out somewhere for Santos and I think it's I think it's now so um I'm going Monterey the next match Club America versus San Luis uh, San Luis, you screwed me once. You will not screw me again. Let's go. Club America. Yeah, I'm going Club America, as I think is very well known. Club America so, is the team that I will win it all. So I'm going Club America. That would be against Here we go. We're, Owen, we're going to be 0 2 already. Let's see. What about Owen the next two game? Um, Tigres, Toluca. <laughs> uh, Tigres, Toluca. Again, I, I went with the upset last week with Puebla. I don't know if it's an upset if Toluca wins, but I'm going against Tigres again. I'm I'm, I'm sticking with my <laughs> my anti Tigres pick here, so I'll go Toluca. How about that? What about you? It's like uh, this is the problem. I want to pick an upset, and and I want to pick Tigres. I do. I do want to pick Tigres. I don't know. I'll give you the seeds. I'll give you the seeds. The seeds for this matchup. Obviously, you know that one and two are Monterey and Club America. Yeah. The seeds for this matchup are Toluca's four. And Tigres is seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I feel then, good then. Toluca. I'm going with the favorite. I love Toluca. I really do. They're like my second team. Like, I really love <laughs> no. Toluca. I've watched them a couple times, and they're just a lot of fun. They play really, really good soccer. Okay. So I can't. I don't. I'm going with Tigres. I'm going with oh, Tigres. Oh, we finally I'm have going it. with Tigres. So because I want my. I want my. Tigres is going to win. Tigres is going to win. One of us because is going to win I a game want... this week, at least, because we what? finally have a pick. One of us is finally going to have a win this week because we have we finally yeah. have a different pick. Okay. Yes, one of us is going to win. Exactly, one of us is going to win. Um, nice. And then, but I just, I just want, I want Tigres Monterey in the semifinal. I want Chivas Club America in the other semifinal. So that's okay. what I'm going with. That's how I'm, that's how I'm doing it. Um, right. And then the final one is Chivas versus. Um, Atlas, sorry, just going through it in my head. Final yeah. one is is Chivas versus. Is am I right with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah Chivas, Chivas Atlas. versus Atlas. Um, and that's the final match. Who do you have in that one? I'm going Chivas, as you know, so we can already mark that down. Who do you have? Uh, I, I'm sticking with all favorites. I got to win a game this week, so I'm going with Chivas <laughs> too. Now that you told me the favorites, that's who I'm going with. So I'm gonna get at least one. Yeah, I mean, I like. Atlas is another great team. I, I like Quino, I think it's Quinones on their team. Mm-hmm. I, is is one of their their starting <laughs> strikers. I think he is a lot of fun. I really like him. Yeah, Quinones. Um, so Atlas is a, is a fun watch as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going with Shivas. I, I don't know how this works out. I don't know how I get to get 
I don't think I can get Shivas versus Club America and Monterey versus uh, Tigres, but that's what I'm hoping for. If there's yeah. if there's any way, I, I want it to happen. We'll see. We'll see. But at least you're one of us is going to win a game this week. We have the difference. In one the of us is blue. definitely winning a game this week, which is good. Which is good. Which is I did not good. do that on purpose. I did not yeah. do that on purpose. Which is good. I I I respect because I mean, one of us is going to be zero and four, and the other one's going to be one and three. So we'll see who's who. <laughs> one of us, yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad either way. So, <laughs> um. Man, I don't know. It's it's I honestly this is gonna be I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be a lot of fun. You just you, we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. But it, it's gonna be a very interesting weekend. I mean the games tomorrow. We have US Open Cups games in midweek. We've got yeah. um the we got League MX playoffs midweek. I mean, nobody's even talking about the Champions League match for UEFA Champions League between Real Madrid and Man City. I mean, nobody even cares about that nobody. because the playing in the U.S. Open Cup's playing. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, not a single person cares. I'm not going to uh, go watch no. that today. Who watches that? <laughs> I'm know? not watching it on my computer. No, uh, but exactly. um, but no, it's <laughs> we do get some good midweek action, which is always a lot of fun. It always gives you something. A to lot do. of footy. A lot, a lot of it good gives, footy it gives this you week. Something to do. So keep an eye on that for reference. And all these games will be on TV. I think all these these playoff games be on TV. If you want to watch U.S. Open Cup, go to the U.S. Open Cup Twitter page. They have all the breaking down there. It's all like apps and YouTube. I think the only game that's going to be on a network tonight is the Golasso Show Network, which is their the new CBS network for okay. soccer or whatever. That's the only one that is um, on television. I think so. Keep an eye out for that. Um, but I think that about wraps up. You got anything else you want to hit on? Um, uh, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm hoping Inter Miami win. Hope I get a win in these picks in, MLA, in uh, Liga MX. And uh, let's just have a great week, man. It's a lot of fun. And uh, looking forward to next week already. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to these games this weekend. Uh, I mean, you get rivalry. There's just so much. There's so much to consume. Um, but you know, to everybody out there, thank you for listening. Thank you for, for, you know, pay, you know, watching. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, you know, if you haven't subscribed already, please do, uh, please follow us on our social accounts, which are listed on the bottom here for Instagram and Twitter. We also have a TikTok, Uh, so check us out there. Um, yeah. check out our YouTube page. If you're not already on it and you're watching this somewhere else. Um, I don't know how you'd be able to do that, but if that's possible, then <laughs> check us out there. Well, a big a announcement. Place. Big announcement, actually. Good thing I remember yeah. this. We are going to go audio. We are going to have audio oh. soon. We are officially set up. So as, as soon as I get things sorted out, we will have audio. So we'll bring that to you. Nice. Um, so just another place you can listen to us. If you're not wanting oh. to watch us, you want to listen in the car. Can't wait. You can do that shortly. Um Again, will thank you guys for listening. Audio? Thank you guys for watching. Will this, you say? will this episode be audio or no? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it should be. It should be. Maybe Woo! not right away, but it will be All uploaded right. within the week, I believe. So Awesome. Um, so, yes, keep an eye out for that. Thank you guys again for, for watching, for for staying with us and, 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 and listening to us banter back and forth. Uh, to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. Uh, happy Mama's Day. Um, and, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We'll, we'll catch you guys next time. Adios. Peace.
Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.